and I decided, okay, this has been an area of stress for me for a while. So instead of continuing to look at it like an area of stress, let me take the same advice I give to my clients and get excited about it. You know, nervousness, anxiousness, and excitement show up the same way in your brain. So if you just make the decision to shift, and that's literally all I had to do. I just chose, I'm going to get excited about my website instead of having my website stress me out. And it's completely made me feel so much better about it. It's made me feel better about writing. It's made me feel better about, you know, figuring out what kind of content I want to put on there. So I've been doing that behind the scenes, which has felt really nice. Hello and welcome to the Pivoting Online Podcast, where we give you every tool you need to successfully set up your business online by sharing tips, strategies, and inspirational stories of how other small business owners just like you have transitioned online and are successfully navigating COVID-19. Get ready to take notes and let's take your business online. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Pivoting Online Podcast. And with me today, I have another special guest all the way from Los Angeles, California. We have Alyssa Glazer, who is a sweet and sassy relationship coach that helps her clients reignite the love they have innately have within themselves while successfully cultivating the relationships they desire. She is trained in integrative health and nutrition, neuro-linguistic programming, emotional intelligence, hormone health, energy healing, sex education, meditation, and self-compassion. Through her coaching programs, her clients foster a powerful sense of self-worth, learn how to build conscious relationships, and master the art of communicating their desires. She also offers Reiki sessions and private couples meditation sessions. And on top of all of that, she's also someone I am honored to call a friend. So welcome, Melissa, to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing so great. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be on your podcast. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. So uh, that's a lot to cover in an introduction. Wow. As you were reading it, I was like, oh. <laughs> like you have done a lot of stuff and you offer a lot of services that are, you know, very complimentary and amazing. But how have you built this expertise? So honestly, a lot is through real life experience. Besides real life experience, I have gotten many different coaching certifications. I've been trained in all of these different all the different areas that you listed, neuro-linguistic programming, emotional intelligence, meditation, those are all trainings that I did and then have then continued to work with my clients around those areas. So it's just been a beautiful combination of life experience and schooling and being able to really have the empathy to communicate with people in a way that they maybe haven't experienced before. Mm, wonderful. So you have worked with many different people in your lifetime as a relationship coach, and you have, I'm sure, used very different tools to communicate with people, whether they're close to you in Long Beach or if you work with long distance clients as well. So in terms of what has your coaching career looked like before COVID-19 happened, give us an idea and a picture of what that looked like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so in addition to being a coach, I have also been a wedding planner for 15 years. 
So have worked with clients throughout times of planning their wedding and then actually helping them to plan their wedding. So through that process, I still on occasion will do a wedding here or there. So that right off the bat is something that I can no longer do with COVID-19. So I've had a handful of couples that have had to postpone their wedding, which has been really, I actually think it's been a great experience in being able to help people around what the importance of the actual wedding is, what does it actually mean to them and the importance of their marriage. So that I think has been a really great lesson. And then on the coaching side, I have an office downtown Long Beach that I just loved going to. It just seeing all of the people there working as a solo entrepreneur and I'm pretty extroverted myself. So working as an extroverted entrepreneur, being around people that I was able to see every day and communicate with was highly supportive for me to be able to continue my business, keep my energy high because I thrive off of connection with other people. And so now that I've transitioned my business to working fully at home, it has definitely been a big adjustment in learning more about myself, learning the way that I operate with my clients, learning the way that I operate with myself. And so I've really taken this opportunity instead of focusing on the stresses of what it is like to be working from home now and you know, seeing my laundry hanging out and seeing food that I could be cooking instead of being on my computer, you know, and all of those, those uh, challenges that we can face with working from home. I've instead just taken it as an opportunity to not work as hard. And so what I mean by that is I'm originally a New Yorker, so... That explains a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> About so the I, hard work mindset and constantly going, because that's, you know, that's what you guys are known for. So. Exactly. And it's, it's true. I mean, I was in, ingrained in my brain from when I was a kid that you, you sleep when you die, you work, work, work until you bleed. <laughs> you know, it was just like that. You, it was the messages that I received, especially growing up around work, was that if you are going to be really successful, you're going to put in not only not 40-hour weeks, absolutely not, at least 60-hour weeks, and even 60-hour weeks, like, mm, you could do better, you could work You could work an 80-hour week, you could work even longer, right? So I had those messages that I was receiving a lot growing up, and even moving to California about eight years ago, I've slowed down a little bit with that mentality and have done a lot of coaching within myself, too. However, with COVID, it really gave me this opportunity to notice how much I was still in that mindset, how much I was still in the, I need to hustle, I need to hustle. Well, I need to make sure that I'm sitting my butt at my computer for this amount of time. Otherwise, I'm not going to be a successful business owner. So this has been an awesome opportunity for me to take some time to slow down and see the amount of creation that could come out of me just by giving myself that allowance that I don't have to work every single hour of the day and then I can slow down a bit and it feels really really awesome so that has been I think one of the biggest shifts that has happened during during this pandemic for me that's amazing to hear and actually that seems to be the theme from all the people that I've talked to is where they've 
reevaluated how they function and what their day-to-day life should look like and what it looked like before and what it is that they actually want to achieve as they go forward and how to rearrange their life so it better suits who they are, not like, as you said, who you've been conditioned to think that you need to act as. And I can actually, now that you've exposed that theme that's been going on for you during COVID-19, it actually makes a lot of sense looking at the content that you've been putting out. You're very active on Instagram, especially on your stories, where you have been focusing on this whole, like, what stories have you been fed and, and what stories do you need to address and where are they coming from? So, yeah, that's pretty interesting that you're putting so much of your personal experience into your coaching business and by that helping so many other people address that same issue. Yeah, well, I just want to thank you for pointing that out and appreciate you for pointing that out because it really has been a huge shift for me. I think I have always had a little bit of a fear of putting myself out there or of talking too much about myself and my experiences. And especially in my coaching practice for the first, I would say, I don't know, maybe three or four years of my coaching practice, I was very, very hesitant to share anything about myself. I felt like it needed to be all about the client, all about that person. And so I couldn't share any personal stories. And then the more I started opening up and sharing more about myself and sharing more about what I'm experiencing too and how I'm going through all of this work as well and, you know, building myself up in the same ways that I teach my clients to build themselves up, then I actually started to receive such amazing feedback and realize how much I was supporting other people by sharing my own stories too. So that has been a super powerful discovery. So I appreciate you noticing that. Yeah, of course. And it's really easy to forget, especially as a coach, that people don't connect with you because they think you're the superhuman that's perfect in every way possible. And that's what they try to emulate. It's because they connect with you being able to understand what they're going through and having found a way through it. So yeah, that's something that coaches need to remember for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And then in terms of, you already mentioned a few adjustments that you have had to make as a result of COVID and, you know, not being able to go to your office and interact with people on personal basis, face to face. So what other adjustments have you had to make and what kind of technology have you been able to utilize or, or any other way that you've been able to stay connected with your clients? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have been using Zoom like it's my job because it is. (laughs) So I've been using Zoom constantly doing a ton of video calls and it also has made me think, I think a good amount of my business has been, yes, I am very active on Instagram and I've gotten a handful of clients from Instagram, but I also have so many clients that are word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And so it's really made me shift Okay, well, um, I was seeing I was seeing a handful of clients at my office. A lot of that was word of mouth. Now I don't have the same connection with people in person, physically, that I did before. So I'm not cultivating relationships in that way. So what are the new ways that I can cultivate relationships? And so I have been putting a lot more attention to now building an online presence, whereas before I feel like I was one foot in, one foot out a little bit because I, was, I had the availability to be that way. And now that I don't have that availability or don't as much, still connect with people, obviously, like this virtually, but 
it's more of a of an effort as opposed to just being in the right place at the right time. So building those those virtual relationships has definitely been a big a big pivot point for me, which has felt good too. You know, it, it's helped remind me that the people behind the profile, right, are actual people. <laughs> that these are all humans. That we're all going through this human experience together. And so even though we might only send a text message back and forth to each other and not actually be connecting with each other face to face, it's still been a great experience to remind myself, oh, all of these profiles are all human beings too. And we all need the support and need to be there for each other just as much now as ever. So that's been a really nice transition. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And people, you know, even when you're doing a business to business, as it's called, it's, it's always a human being behind a business. So it's, it's yeah. always human to human interaction, whether it's B2B or B2C. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Today's episode is generously sponsored by Happilio Designs, which of course is my company. We provide graphic design, digital marketing, copywriting, and branding services. And of course, I also provide business coaching. So if you're looking for one-on-one -on -one advice on how to take your business from good to great, or if you're looking to join a mastermind, be sure to get in touch. Now let's get back to the episode and getting you online. So have you, like, have you been putting more effort into creating or updating your website or what's this new virtual presence look like for coach Alyssa? So one, definitely working on my website, which has been exciting. My website has stressed me out a lot because I don't feel like I'm very technologically savvy. And so it's been an area of stress for me and I decided okay, this has been an area of stress for me for a while. So instead of continuing to look at it like an area of stress, let me take the same advice I give to my clients and get excited about it. You know, nervousness, anxiousness, and excitement show up the same way in your brain. So if you just make the decision to shift, and that's literally all I had to do. I just chose, I'm going to get excited about my website instead of having my website stress me out. And it's completely made me feel so much better about it. It's made me feel better about writing. It's made me feel better about, you know, figuring out what kind of content I want to put on there. So I've been doing that behind the scenes, which has felt really nice. And then another huge pivot for me. So as a wedding planner for all these years, I love putting on events. <laughs> and as a coach, um, over the past several years, I've been doing a lot of in-person events, a lot of workshops, seminars, things like that. And that's actually how we met was through a guided meditation that you did during a Eventbrite event with Melissa and Empower Her Network. So yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is how we met. It was so awesome. So I've I've just always loved doing events like that. Events light me up. Again, being an extrovert, being around all those people just makes me feel really filled up. So I just a couple weekends ago, I decided that I wanted to plan a virtual event. And this was the first time I did a virtual event. And as I mentioned previously, not the most tech savvy. So I was having lots of fears come up for me around that. Can I do this? Am I going to mess it up? Are people going to 
like this? Are they going to think it, you know, I just, all of the self-doubt was trickling around my head just because it was something new that I had never done before. And so I worked my way through that self-doubt. I gave myself a lot of self-forgiveness and I just took the step. I literally reached out to, I had about 20 speakers at this event. I reached out to the first two speakers, asked them, is this something you'd even be interested in? Is this something that you'd like to do at all? They both were like, 100%, let's do this, let's make it happen. And so then I just, I started advertising it before I even knew how to set up a webinar. <laughs> I was talking to some of my speakers and they're like, okay, so is this gonna be over Zoom? I'm like, yep, but I've never done it, so I don't know what it's gonna be like. And so then I just, I, because my drive to, have this event to support people during this time to help give back because my drive for that was so strong i just decided okay well i'll figure out the stuff that i don't know and i figured it out and it was an amazing event we had hundreds of people show up which was so so awesome and that it gave me a newfound confidence in okay even though i know how to do in-person events i guess i know how to do virtual events now too <laughs> so that was pretty awesome yeah, that's amazing. And oh my goodness, there are so many stories in there that we could, uh, you know, lessons that we could unpack in there for how to run your business. So just to kind of backtrack a little bit and highlight a few of them that I still kind of remember, because my brain was just going all over the place as you, were, as you were telling your story. So first of all, I mean, you found a way to do something that you love and enjoy doing in real life and you took it online. You had no idea how to do it and you had all these hesitations and fears, but taking the expertise that you have in getting through these kinds of things, you first faced your fears and you unpacked all of that. And then you move forward and you actually decided to validate your idea by asking if there's an interest for it first before, you know, investing all of this time and money and effort into building something that you don't know if people will want to actually be part of. I always love to highlight that for people because you, you have to know if your product is going to sell before you create it, right? Like there's no no point in creating something people have no desire to purchase from you. So that's amazing. And then you leveraged your already existing relationships, right? By reaching out to people, getting that confirmation, getting that boost of confidence. And then you advertised and used a little bit of extra, you know, budget to get even more people interested. And you filled it up with like, how long did it take you to get that many people interested in, and signed up? Okay, so this is actually it. <laughs> This is actually kind of crazy. I built the whole event in two weeks, but really it ended up being like a week and a half that I was like really full on into it. And so within like the last few days, which typically happens, that's when I got the most signups. And so, yeah, we had 250 people. Amazing. Uh, yeah, in a week and a half. And I was just like, this happened. Cool. Awesome. Oh, sorry. I'm not sure. <laughs> We'll edit that part out, but that's, that's amazing. I, and I just really want to highlight that again, because, you know, people have this fear of technology as you did when you started, but it is possible within a week and a half, you build a conference with 20 speakers and 250 attendees. Like that is, that is an incredible achievement. Like how would you pull this off if you were doing it as an in-person event, like that's not really even possible, I don't think. So just again, 
pointing out this positive aspect of having to learn how to do new skills and having to take your business online where it gives you such bigger much bigger reach um and i'm sure that you had people that if if you held it in la would not have been able to attend that were able to to join you this way so yeah amazing yeah that was so that was such a beautiful part of it too i had my whole family there which they're all in new york and so this was you know i do i do events around california often but they've never seen me do an event so that was the first time my family got to see me do an event too which felt really special and supportive so it was just yeah it was a huge pivot for me to show me what i could do once i got beyond my fear because that fear i mean honestly for like two or three weeks that fear was like you don't know what you're doing don't do it like why are you going to do this like you don't know and then I was like, stop it, fear. <laughs> right. And so we come back to the saying, fear is a liar, because look at what you've accomplished. And amazing. I'm so proud of you for, you know, not just taking that on and doing such a great job off of it, but, you know, working through that process. That's always the bigger challenge. It's not the actual steps. Like once you get past the, the mindset of I can't do this, then, yeah, everything falls into place. So that's a beautiful example of how that works. And you actually have another workshop coming up next week on the 21st. Did you want to tell us about that? I do. Yes, I have a workshop next week called Beyond Beliefs. So it's a workshop where we're really going to be talking about and figuring out where our belief systems come from, right? Because we have a belief, which then leads to a thought. That thought then leads to an emotion. And then your emotion leads to an action. So all, everything that you do in life, all of the actions that you take are all based off of some belief system that you have. And typically we develop many of our belief systems when we're children, we're just absorbing the, the world from zero to seven. And then we keep learning by behaviors of the people that we spend our time around. And so often we don't even realize that certain belief systems aren't even our own. You know, the belief of Let's say, well, I'm a woman and women don't know technology very well. That's something that I heard a bunch in my life. And so I lived with that for a while and I, I believed it. I was like, oh, I'm not good at technology. So this belief must be true, right? But it's not at all. And it's take, it takes time to break down those beliefs, understand where they come from and understand what your belief actually is so that then you can move past it and actually live in alignment with your true values. So through this webinar, we're going to be figuring out where those beliefs are stemming from. And then I have a five-step process to, that I'm gonna take everyone through to clear that belief. Clearing beliefs is like one of my favorite things to do because it's something that you live with for so long, you don't even necessarily know or recognize how much it's running your life and running your actions. And then when you're able to clear it and get through it, it's, it's exactly like what happened with this virtual event for me. All of this work that I've been doing on clearing my fears, clearing my beliefs, I was able to just take that step and take action because the fear, the belief behind the fear wasn't as strong anymore. So that's essentially what the webinar is going to be about. I'm really excited about it. I have some awesome, awesome people that are going to be joining us. So it's going to be a really great time. Love it. That's awesome. And is it going to be a recorded webinar? So is this something that people will be able to watch afterwards? Will you offer it as a service as a recorded training as well? 
Yes, yes. So awesome. if you if you sign up, you will get a recording of it. So the link is going to be in my bio on Instagram. And would you like to share what your Instagram handle is so that people can go to that and see it? Uh, my Instagram is Coach Alyssa G A L Y S S A G as in Glaza. <laughs> And just look for a lot of white and red. Yeah, <laughs> That's the yeah. signature color scheme of your brand. Yep, exactly. Oh, as a kid, I always, I always loved. Do you know the old cartoon character Betty Boop? I do actually. Yes, I love cartoons. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I was an avid Betty Boop follower when I was a kid, and I just always loved the black, white, and red color scheme. And I kind of got out of it as I was growing and exploring myself. And then when I was rebranding, it just came to me so strongly. And I was like, yes, I need to go back to the red, white and black. So I think it really suits you. So, you know, you definitely tapped into something that's deep within you because I think it actually expresses who you are and the topics that you cover. Because as we mentioned before we started taping this, you also cover things that take place in the bedroom <laughs> in your relationship coaching. So so desires and things like that. And, you know, red as a the graphic designer is strongly associated with passion and you know sex for lack of a better word and desires yeah. and things like that so i think that you know it instantaneously communicates a large portion of what it is that you do so i think you've done a fantastic job on your branding thank you so much i really appreciate that it means a lot yeah you're very welcome and since we've already mentioned your website this would be a good time to tell people where else besides your instagram they can get in touch with you if they want to talk a little bit more about their relationship problems or how to improve their relationships and if they want to hire you as a coach or just do you offer free consultations as well i do yes i offer free consultations so if anybody is interested in coaching and improving their love life and honestly i focus so much on it on self-love too i think that is so important we're all born with so much love and then that love gets i don't want to say corrupted but it gets challenged as we grow and we face more adversity in life and so coming back to that love coming back to that self-love is i think something super important a lot of people talk about developing love for yourself but i tr truly believe that we all have it within inside of us already so it's just it's just pushing back some of the layers to allow it to come back out so that's that's one of my favorite things to do and honestly i love supporting couples in that too how they are able to come together with rediscovering these new parts of themselves so uh you could check out my website it's coachalisag.com and also, if you want to shoot me an email, if you have any questions, you can also shoot me an email at coachalissag at gmail.com. Okay, wonderful. That. And did you want to repeat that Instagram handle as well one more time? Sure. And the Instagram handle is at coachalissag. So very simple. Just Google Coach Alyssa G and she will pop up all over the place for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Alyssa. This has been, you know, we covered so much in such a short time. And I love that you were able to share your expertise with us and your personal journey as well, because as we said, it's so helpful to be able to relate to a coach, knowing that there's an actual human who has shared a similar experience with you and they can help you progress through that to the other side and you know make your life more positive so thank you so much for your time and we will put all i will put all of these ways to contact you in the show notes as well and is there any 
parting words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience and the listeners? Sure. Well, I just wanted to thank you and appreciate you for having me on. It's been so nice chatting with you. I'm so glad that even though you're in Canada and I'm in California, we have this amazing technology where we can stay connected, which is so beautiful. And I think what I just want to leave everybody with is just knowing that you have the power within yourself to make whatever changes you want to happen in your life. So if you've been really thinking that you want to shift in a certain direction, but you're having all these limiting beliefs or inner critic that's popping up and telling you, no, you can't do this. I just want you to know you can do it. You do have the power within yourself. And if you need a little support getting there, there's no shame in reaching out and asking for help. You got this. Wonderful. No better way to end this podcast. So thank you so much, Alyssa. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And until next time, ciao. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. I hope that you found it valuable and enjoyable. And if you did, I would be so grateful if you would leave a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, another way you can support the podcast is by subscribing on your platform of choice and sharing with your network so that we can reach more small business owners who are trying to pivot online and so that we can all learn from each other. Now, as always, if you are one of those small business owners who have successfully pivoted online, I'd love to feature your story. So please get in touch either through my website, happyleodesigns.ca through the contact form or you can also reach me through a DM on my Instagram account, which is at happy.leo.designs. I look forward to connecting with you next time. And until then, ciao.